Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Looking for a new high-end mascara without breaking the bank? The new L'Oreal Paris Panorama Mascara gives you a high-end lash look in a premium gold luxe packaging. It's all about panoramic volume and fully fanned out lashes. With its tapered brush, the new Panorama Mascara catches every single lash, giving you the false lash look without any of the hassle. Say goodbye to clumps and flakes, because this mascara is specially formulated to resist them all day with up to 24-hour wear. And the best part? It performs better than Luxe mascaras at only a fraction of the cost. You can buy Panorama Mascara on Amazon today. Hello, hello, hello. I'm your Anna Nicole Smith. It's Trim Spa, baby. Hostess with the most is Munoz. And welcome to In Yo Mouth. In Your Mouth. I'm the queen of food who's always in the mood. To lick it right, lick it good. Show you how to. Oh, God, that's good. I want to know what you eat from the streets to the sheets. So open wide, honey. I'm coming. In Got the goosebumps. <laughs> hey there and welcome back, folks. Once again, I'm your Anna Nicole Smith, hostess with the mostest Munoz. And with me today, I have a weight loss expert, a dating expert, a sister of mine with me to co-host the podcast, one Jennifer Barsamian. Say hi to the people, Jennifer. Hi, people. <laughs> I don't know if I would call me a dating expert though. Oh. <laughs> you know, I what is it? I think it they say it's 10,000 hours of something till you're an expert. Isn't that isn't that the thing that they say? Oh, and I don't know. Yeah, it's something like that. Till you're an expert, you have to put an X amount of hours into something and between you oh. and I, we have like oh, Okay. A yes. million hours. Yes, of- <laughs> then, then we're experts. <laughs> so, India Mouth oh. listeners, I thought it would be really, really fun to have Jennifer on the pod. Jennifer and I have known each other for about, I want to say, 20 years believe yes. it or not. And I yeah. mean, that's amazing because we're only like 26. So, exactly. uh, <laughs> and Jennifer's journey has taken her on an incredible weight loss journey. But one thing that Jennifer and I are forever talking about besides weight loss are men. And I thought it would be a really <laughs> fun pod and correlation to kind of talk to Jennifer and have her be my co-host today just and putting those things together because little do we know and as I was thinking about how this um, this episode of this pod was going to go it really came into my mind that a Jennifer and I talk every day about these two things and how funny (laughs) that um, although we may not be talking about them together how um, how closely related they are would you or would you not agree 
I would totally agree. And these definitely are our two topics, our daily uh, topics of conversation. That and and cursing people out. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) But before we move any further, I need to wish you a happy World Farm Animals Day. Yes, October 2nd. Yeah, did you know today is World Farm Animals Day? No idea. I had no idea. Oh my well, gosh. Yeah. If you were a farm animal, what would you be? Um, I think I would be a little lamb chop because of my curly hair. Oh, <laughs> a little lamb chop. I thought you'd say we'd be like two pigs fighting over a taco. <laughs> I've been on this quest since I started this solo a pod and Jennifer's a pod, an avid pod listener, um, to find out why we need a day for everything. Like we have like National Quesadilla Day and National, you know, Jello Day. Why Donut do you, Day. Yeah. Why do, you, why do you think that is? I have no idea. Do, do we just need something to, to celebrate? I think we need an excuse to eat, probably. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but that's never been our problem. We've never needed no, no. <laughs> uh, Speaking about this pod being about diets and, right. and dating, right? Um, eating in and out of the bedroom. Yeah. Oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> oh, my God. Speaking of yes. um, eating yes. in the bedroom, I think you're the fr- you're my first like straight woman guest. Am I allowed to even say oh, that? Oh yes, you are allowed to say that. Celebrate me. Give me a day. Uh, yeah, oh, uh, yeah. Do you want a Do you want a pride parade all to yourself too? A straight pride I do, parade. I do. I do. <laughs> Because we need it, right? Yes, because you need it. I might as well put you through the gauntlet, right? Um, Beyonce, Mm -hmm. who would you rather, Beyonce or Kim Kardashian? Uh, Beyonce. Oh, yeah? Oh, okay. All right. Taylor Swift or Jessica Alba? Mm, Taylor Swift. Nicki Minaj or Cardi B? Cardi B. Oh, okay. Oh, oh. oh. really? Taylor Swift, though. After all that flavor between Beyonce and Cardi B, you're gonna you're gonna put this milk, this milk toast girl over the gate. You're gonna be real mad at me. <laughs> Gotta take it down a notch. <laughs> you know, you need you need some quiet time in the bedroom with Taylor yes. Swift. <laughs> Oh my God, guys! Listen, I had to, I had to put you through the gauntlet, the what I'm calling the gay gauntlet here. So you know what you pass, okay. you pass the test, okay? Oh, good. I'm oh. glad. Glad to hear it. Yeah. All right. But the ultimate question: Liza or Judy? Uh, uh. Why? Why do I have to choose? <laughs> That's the right answer. That's the right. <laughs> Well, Jennifer, as you well know, I've also been on a quest to reach to the gay voices, the LGBTQ voices Mm -hmm. of the past. And so this day, October 2nd in gay history in 1969... A National Institute of Mental Health study chaired by Dr. Evelyn Hooker urges government bodies to decriminalize private sex acts between consenting adults. Look at that. I think that's great. You know, well, thank you, Dr. Evelyn Hooker, for um, for chairing the National Institute of Mental Health. Hopefully she uh, she did other good things for the community. Right. Yeah. 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 Yeah, That's all I got. Yeah. I thought it was important since we are talking about dieting and dating. And I go I was like, oh, well, this is really interesting. Um, 
a little piece of gay history here that kind yes, of relates yes. to the topic of today, you know, um, yeah. because way back when it used to be it used to be you could be jailed or even killed for having homosexual sex. Can't even imagine. Uh, No, I can't even imagine. Right. Well, listen, uh, I've been saying every episode at this point. I'm sure people are tired of hearing it. It's drier Mm -hmm. than the Sahara Desert here. (laughs) So. But we're going to get into that. So I'd be just fine. Oh, my God. Oh, my oh stop it. <laughs> I kind of want to touch on a little bit of your history and tell the folks okay. kind of uh, a little bit of who you are and um, a little bit about your journey, right? Um, this, is, okay. uh, this isn't like a Rachel Ray weight loss special, like, and we're not going to okay. give you a makeover at the end of it. So don't. <laughs> oh, damn, I thought it was my moment. <laughs> no, Cayenne Douglas isn't coming out, you know, um, the, from Cutler Salon to cut your hair. And I know, I thought I was going to get a retouch on my roots you know, now. And, okay. you're, and you're not, okay. you're not going to bring out your, your, uh, your pants of your, but um, oh my God. can you give, can you give the children a little bit of history about like, kind of like your journey about like where you started and like your successes sure. and, um, and just a little bit of that. So we, so we know a little sure. bit about you. Sure, sure, sure. Um, so I was one of those kids that was just, you know, born overweight. So I just kind of like came out of the womb. I was a heavy child. It was probably a really short your, your poor, amount of your time. Your poor mother's vajayjay then. I know. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I was chubby. Um, everyone there everyone was, loves a chubby yeah. baby. Okay. <laughs> yeah. It's cute when you're a baby. It's not so cute when you're a teenager. Um, but for the most part, I was... Um, um, you know, heavy kid growing up and then certainly in those, you know, f- formative years and teen years, I, there was a really short window of time where I could look at a school picture and, and I'm like, oh, wow, I really wasn't heavy. I just thought I was. But anyway, fast forward, I was, you know, approaching 30 and I had um, tried lots of different ways to lose weight. Um, I had joined diet center. I had done numerous things and I joined Weight Watchers a couple of times and I had lost, um, good amount of weight in, in college and, um, and I had put it back on and then some, and then, um, it was about 2005, 2006, I rejoined for the last time and it took me about three years and I lost 150 pounds. Wow. Um, oh. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to insert yes. the crowd cheering right there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, party. That's incredible. And obviously, I know this yeah. story about you. And um, yeah. you've been fe- featured many a time in a Weight Watcher article yes. as a success yeah. story. And uh, yes. I just, I mean, I think that's a, a beautiful journey. And I wanted to go back and touch on something you said about uh, looking at pictures of your and mm-hmm. considering yourself like picturing yourself one way but r- the actuality of that thing and i also remember growing up uh shopping in the husky section for my really school, for my school uniforms i remember i didn't know that about oh, you oh look at that that's also another joyous thing about uh podcasting with one of your friends um as i've learned over the past 80 some odd episodes is that for as much as mm-hmm. for as close as we are and as much as we know each other um the discovery of new things is always really fantastical so yeah. uh 
you know, Catholic school, you'd have to go get a standard uniform. And there used to be these places, these uniform centers that you'd go and get your gray pants, white shirt. And I always remember the guys Mm. telling my mother, oh, he, his clothes are in the Husky section. But then, (sighs) but then looking back, well, and that being ingrained in my body, like, what does Husky mean? Um, Yeah. In my mind. But uh, then going to look back at the photos and being like, oh, I kind of was just like, yeah, I was maybe a little chubby, but like, but nothing, nothing yeah. out of the norm. I was a kid. No, nah. I, was, I was, and probably certainly nothing compared to how you felt hear, hearing the word husky at that age. No, not at right? all. You probably it probably didn't equate how you looked and how you were feeling in that moment. Probably no. didn't equate. And I don't know about you because I don't yeah. necessarily know if I've seen any of those younger photos of you. But like yeah. uh, we weren't like a BuzzFeed article, uh, you know, worthy of of getting right. craned out of our bedrooms to and from. No, <laughs> no, no, certainly not. You know, not certainly that's not. a laughing matter, but you know, right, um, right. So, yeah, I just I think that's really, really interesting um, and a really interesting point you made about what um, are the way we envision ourselves, you know, Mm -hmm. because I talked uh, with Cedric, um, my good friend Cedric, about two episodes ago, three episodes ago, just about the gay body dysmorphia of it all and how it's an actual um, disease for in real people called BDD, you know, and it's like this dysmorphic perception we have of ourselves. It's so true. So true. I, I, there, I, it's astounding to me when I look at those pictures. I mean, yeah, I was basically a heavy kid, but then I feel like sometimes I wonder, and I don't know the answer to this, like, did I sort of make it come to fruition just hearing things like you heard? I remember going to the, the, um, Armenian tailor as a kid with my mom. And I remember the, the tailor saying to my mother in Armenian that I didn't really understand that I, oh, how she got so big or going to the pediatrician and the doctor just telling my mom, you know, uh, don't just don't let her eat. Like that was the answer back then. Yeah. Just don't eat. Tell the kid not to wow. eat. My mother was like, what? <laughs> but I wasn't that big. But then. <laughs> I mean, it sounds comes, like you're, you're yeah, breaking out. They had to like break out like a different scale for you. you know? Yeah, right. I mean, like you wanted the kids like 20, okay, you know, 20 pounds or something like that. And, and then, and then before you know it, you believe it. And then you, it happens. Like then you. I don't know. Then I feel like I almost made it happen. Anyway. Your, your story um, out of all the stories, especially because this is kind of the norm these days, these kind of weight loss success stories. And let's people put people on display. Uh, and, right. uh, let's celebrate their successes and sort of like it's kind of you see it. You see it on, like I said, Rachel Ray and all the morning shows and so on sure. and so forth. And like the people breaking through the the old picture of them. Um, let, the, let the kids know what was the impetus of uh, that kind of set that off for you. Because I, I, I really enjoyed like Like my final straw yeah. that made me want to lose yeah. the weight. Yeah. Um, well, I'm, I'm a singer. I'm a performer. Um, I'm an opera singer. And I was... Dancer. I'm a pro- dancer pro- for money. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Where's my poll? Um, <laughs> I was um, away in Utah uh, singing and I was in a show where I was once again being cast as the old maid. So, you know, these are the kinds of roles they give to the junkie girl, so to speak, the heavy girl, heavy set girl. And even though I felt like my voice um, and my ability was that of 
um, sometimes a leading role. My body really didn't fit that mold. And I remember, you know, singing alongside a girl that I felt like, you know, I was just as good as her. I could just, I could do this role. And here I was like her maid character. And I got, I was just angry. I was so angry that summer. And I remember just that anger fueling me. Like, this is the last time somebody's going to tell me I can't sing these kinds of roles. And the last time I want to play a maid in, in my 20s. Um, I think I was around 29, like later 20s. Uh, uh, we're and, only, 20, we're know, only oh, 26, oh. according to Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Can you edit that, please? <laughs> <laughs> I got carded the other night, but I digress. Yes, um, yes. Yes, queen, yes. But, um, anyway, the anger fueled me and I got on the treadmill that summer. It was the first time I really attempted to work out. I always made excuses about working out and... I stayed in touch with my Weight Watchers leader that summer via email. And I came back from Utah after a couple of months and I was a couple of sizes smaller. And that that anger is really what fueled me that I was not going to get to play those kinds of roles. And I didn't look back. Yeah. Yeah, that's beautiful. That's amazing. Right? In your mouth, listeners. Mm -hmm. You know, don't forget to go uh, show some love to the beautiful Jennifer Barsamian at at what's your Instagram handle at Jennifer Barsamian? Jennifer Barsamian. Yeah, okay, yes. yeah. Go see how go <laughs> see the beautiful transformation years later, right? We have we we have Thank a plug you, you yes. now and we'll plug you later, right? Um, Thank you. Uh, yeah. So in talking about like just dieting and now the, the only thing you mm-hmm. and I are angry about is like our wine <laughs> our wine intake and how much weight we're gaining. You know? oh. <laughs> these days um yes just in thinking about diet diet and and men and men in our lives and the way we feel about ourselves going into because mm. we are both single ladies all the single ladies yes we are um, mm-hmm. and making that correlation <laughs> do you think do you think it has a direct effect diet to dating does that question even make sense? What well, I'm, I'm trying to make sense of it. I, I mean, we do, it's uh, we do go out on these like initial first dates, right? And there, it's all about food or having drinks. So, so yeah. Is, and then how do you how yeah. do you maintain then? I guess the question is, well, the, one of the first parts of this question is, and um, navigating this topic that I've you know trying to put together here uh, is <laughs> that like. A, maintaining, maintaining, A, feeling good. I guess it's about, yes, here we go. Feeling good about yourself, right? And feeling good in your mm-hmm. skin. And then yeah. and then maintaining that while going out and eating all the fried calamari. Like your, oh, your gosh. Body. Why is it always calamari? Why do they always pick calamari? They always I pick it. I don't know, but it's delicious. <laughs> Yeah, it's interesting because here you are like, you know, it's I mean, I'm not going to lie, I'm doing the online dating thing and you you're meeting somebody for the first time and you're meeting at a bar and you go out for drinks so there's calories and then you're going out for something fried so there's more calories and then you're trying to look cute. It's just <laughs> it's kind of ironic. It's like a, it's a never-ending vicious circle and why do yeah. we have to put ourselves through it? Why? I don't know. I don't know because you know what? Nobody nobody really ha- says, "Oh, you know what? That girl was a lot of fun. She had the grilled chicken." Like nobody really <laughs> is like <laughs> 
<laughs> like, you know, in the back of my head, I'm thinking, oh, this is the first date. Like, okay, yeah, I want to make the healthy impression, but I also want to be the fun girl. And the fun girl is going to split calamari with you. So you just have to kind of, my way of coping with that is to just have a little bit of it and don't go crazy. Yeah. But, um, but then it just depends then, on the date. But then do you, know? you look like the that girl that doesn't eat on dates? Like... Yeah, yeah. It's a double-edged. You're totally right. Yeah. Can I have it on the side? I don't want to look difficult, but I don't want to, you know what? At the end of the day, <laughs> I don't know. We gotta we gotta be ourselves and our genes have to fit. Uh, exactly. But oh, I one doesn't <laughs> one doesn't necessarily lend itself to the other. Because Lord knows yeah, you and I true. have laid down on the bed to button our jeans at one point. <laughs> oh God. Help me, help me. <laughs> The day I need to call you to come over, that's 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 gonna oh be sad. God. Right? Just help, help me close my jeans, please. I'm laying down on the bed. Yes, yes. Oh my god. Um, yes. Did you know that? Uh, kind of like mm. I speaking about dating. Um, yeah. One of the first personal ads published was in 1685. Oh, like a personal, like, like oh like, hey, you yeah. want to meet up? Ah, oh. right. It was written. Wow. One was, one was okay. written by a gentleman about 30 years of age who, in quotes, would mm-hmm. willingly match himself to some good young gentlewoman that has a fortune of <laughs> 3,000 pounds or thereabout, and he will make settlement oh. to content. <laughs> oh, 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 what does wow. that mean? Oh, oh, oh. I guess okay. that was like All right. and, and things. You know? Yes. And then oh, okay. uh, wow. in the 1700s, gay singles began to place ads with code words, you know, because we didn't want to die. Oh, right. And then in oh, 1727, Helen Morrison became the first woman to place an ad. Yes, what? Helen. Yeah. That's right. She wanted, she wanted <laughs> and I quote, someone nice to spend my life with. Um, oh, I love yeah. that. And we wonder if she was fat, though. <laughs> Stop. Oh my God. Hey, she's like that dating app where the women get to pick the men. What's I forget um, what that's how called. Many, how many dating Maybe apps are you on? Well, I just deleted all of them actually. But I have been through, I would say, at least mm, six, seven, eight of them. Something I mean, like that. The gay dating yeah. apps aren't really dating apps. They're all hookup apps for the most part. Are they really? You know? Yeah. Well, that's that. like mm. Tinder for straight mm. people. Like yeah, that's a hookup yeah, one. You know, sure. everybody wants yeah. it like yeah. quick and easy, right? Yeah, and then I, and yeah. Then I guess it doesn't uh. matter what weight you are, right? <laughs> <laughs> just close the lights. <laughs> um, just, 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 you know what? Throw throw a red colored scarf over the lamp. You know. Not, not oh. of synthetic, uh, not of synthetic uh, fabric, so it doesn't burn your house down. To give you that, to give you that uh, amber glow, you know. That's oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna oh, use that. Yeah, gonna what, use. Everyone looks great in amber lighting, honey. Um, just so you know, a little bit more history. In 1965, yes. Operation Match becomes the first computer dating service, and then 1995, Match.com launches as the first online dating site. Wow. Do you remember that time? Did I ever tell you this? Um, I was at, this was many years ago. I was out at a bar 
with some friends and so and we met some random man who met his um I don't even know how we got on the subject of online dating but I I I had professed mm-hmm. that it, it just didn't work for me like I just find that it doesn't work for me I I do all the things and it just doesn't work right. and he right. had told me he got on a soapbox because he met his husband via match.com not a not a, not a sponsor oh, okay. in your mouth uh and, <laughs> and uh, he said he said well it's because you don't pay for it that you are dating people of quality oh. and i go why do i need to pay for it if the people that are on match.com are the same people on okcupid or whatever it was back then. it's true you it's see a lot same. of the same faces and so he, he yeah um i said put your money where your mouth is uh, pay for my sub- uh, pay for my subscription, and I'll and you'll uh, have access to my code since you're paying for it to my 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 username uh, and password to see that I'm following all uh-huh. the rules. And this was back when I don't know if Match.com still does this. They give you like th- three or six months to find somebody, and if you follow somebody, oh, right. if, you, if you like follow all these rules um, that they have, and if you don't, they'll give you the rest of the year. For- Right. I don't think they do that because I certainly did not get my money back. <laughs> and so um, it was, uh, uh-huh. it was, so I did it. He paid for it. Um, he actually, oh, yeah, wow. it was an experiment that didn't, that literally just, I, I, I did, uh, I went above and beyond. I was going to match.com events. I was liking more people than I, I needed to. Oh my God. I went out on like a date or two. But that's about it. I had no idea. Yeah, this is it was amazing. He ended up, uh, yeah, but, but nothing, nothing. A. B, he ended up forgetting that he was paying for it because I got I got that free <laughs> six months and then it, it like recharged him again. And oh I my felt God. bad about it, but I was like, whoops, sorry. <laughs> uh. <laughs> yeah, but um, just dating in the 21st century while trying to fit in your jeans is no fun. It's it's a task. Well, it is a task. Uh, well, we're going to continue yeah. this conversation, but I really want to take you yeah. to my favorite part and the audience's favorite part of the pod. Are you ready, Jennifer, for a, for a little ready. food news yeah. update? Food news. Oh. Food news. Oh, honey, you ain't ready, girl. Spill the tea. News update. Oliver Vineyards created a fall wine that tastes just like apple pie. Oh, yum. um, For those of you out there, Jennifer and I have spent many an hour on FaceTime drinking wine. And so this is... Yes. You're giving away all the secrets today. (laughs) Not all of them. We haven't told them our age or our weight. So... That's oh, I will I will hurt you. The, the, <laughs> so Oliver Winery and Vineyards, um, and this is an article. Thank you to Delish.com. Apple apple pie mm. flavored vino is categorically great. It tastes like dessert, but yeah. it will also get you drunk. Thanksgiving is saved. Yum. Do we, is this this is the question I'm going to present right now? Because I mean, what more is there to okay. know? about this limited edition wine from the state of Indiana, you know, that good wine state. (laughs) Is is this another pumpkin spice-esque trend? Do we 
Like, or do, uh, do we need our wine they... just to taste like wine? I think we do. I'm not into sweet wine, yeah. so that's the thing. I'd rather have my wine and then have my pie later, but I don't really yeah, enjoy but a then sweet think wine. about it because, because but that's we're, just we're me. two people that yeah. love a dessert too, like love a little sweet. Yes, so what if yes. you get a little sweet? Yeah. You see, oh my God, it's like a catch-22 here. <laughs> it's a it's a grand yeah. dilemma. <laughs> I'm sure I would not turn my nose about this wine. It does sound like a good Thanksgiving thing. It's a good hostess yeah, gift. You know what? <laughs> Yes. All right. Okay. I'm I'm here for the hostess gift. I feel like this is something I'd want to put over ice with some like soda water in it. No? I want to make a float. I want to put ice cream in it. <laughs> and this is why we have weight gain issues. <laughs> yes, I know. My head is my head is down. <laughs> well, according to a rep for the brand, the wine features notes of crisp baked apples. Mmm. Vanilla. Vanilla, mm. think a la mode style, brown sugar, and nutmeg. It's mm. made entirely without concentrates mm. and has an 8.3% alcohol by volume. Mm. You had me at a la mode. <laughs> I really want a la mode. Uh, the vineyard earlier this year introduced <laughs> yeah. a blueberry Moscato. Um, that did not sound good Ooh. to me. I don't know. You know what? No. Oliver... Um, Oliver Winery and Vineyards. Uh, I think I think I need a bottle. I think I need an. Uh, we need a bottle. Yeah. Yeah. So we can tasting. have a FaceTime tasting live wow. and give you a live a, a, some live <gasps> yes. feedback, right? I. I yes. Yes. And sign and, me up and for that. Your, and in your mouth, listeners, <laughs> would you drink this? Write to me at in your mouth pod on Twitter or Instagram. Let Jennifer know too. Why not? Woman dreams about swallowing engagement ring, swallows engagement ring in real life. <laughs> this is the only way I'm going to get a ring, isn't it? I'm being hungry for marriage. Look, you see what I did there? You see what I did? This article via Munchies, um, uh, vice.com thank you is a hair old but i i just couldn't pass up talking about it it was on all the news circuits about like a week or so ago um i love i love that this happened so apparently this woman named jenna evans had a vivid dream that cast her and her fiance in some kind of action adventure scenario the two of them were on a high-speed train and in order to protect her ring from their sketchy adversaries she slid her engagement ring off her finger grabbed a glass of water and swallowed it she woke up a few hours later looked at the bare spot where 2.4 carats used to be 2.4 wow that's a big rock sorry was it a lot to swallow yes that's oh. a lot to swallow. Yes. 2.4 oh, okay. That's pretty big. Sorry. Wow. Well, her fiance did good. Well, um, apparently she went right to urgent care, right? <laughs> where they, where they <laughs> x-rayed did. her. Yeah. And then she had a gastroenterologist do the thing and get it out. So apparently, but this is what Ooh. I found really, really interesting. And this is also why I wanted to talk about this. Um, she has a history of sleepwalking mm. and has even done her laundry in her sleep. But this is the first time she'd ever eaten anything. According, and now get this, yeah. according to the Cleveland Clinic, anywhere mm -hmm. between 1% and 3% of the adult population is affected by sleep-related eating disorder. Which, uh, thank mm. you, uh, Munchies, for this, is a nine-syllable way of saying that they eat during they, their sleep. Oh my God, you and I can barely control ourselves during the day. Could you imagine? 
Can you imagine? I would be really pissed if I was eating all of those points. I'm sorry, Weight Watchers. I, if I was eating all of those calories and didn't even remember <laughs> tasting it, that would piss me off. And how would you even journal that? <laughs> I wouldn't journal it. It didn't happen. It never happened. Oh my God. Oh my Could God. You Could you imagine? No. Oh my God. No. I need to be awake and I need I mean, to chew. Wow. That's so crazy. <laughs> That is really, really crazy. People with SRED may consume different foods than they would typically eat during the daytime and may even eat inedible substances or strange combinations of food. Wow, that's a little crazy. Mm. That's crazy. crazy. Well, I'm glad that uh, Miss Jenna Evans got her ring back. I don't know how I'd feel about wearing that thing after it's (sighs) been inside me. Two and a half carrots, I would put it right back on. I guess our fingers and our mouths have been in worse places, right? <laughs> Nudist couple can't find nude servers to work their all nude wedding. Oh my God. I thought this was very wow, guys. for us because you and I barely like to be nude at home. Even though I do no, love a nude no. beach. I, don't. I, I love a nude beach. I don't know how well, you could. I mean, I really don't. Well, we have two very different I issues here. Um, and we can talk yeah. about that if you yeah. want. But yeah. So according to Munchies, Vice.com, thank you, Munchies, a couple who are getting married in Berkshire, England in October <laughs> are naturists who say that they do not feel comfortable in the presence of clothed people. And they're frantically trying to find anyone <laughs> Absolutely anyone at this point who's willing to strip down and wield a cocktail shaker in front of a couple dozen strangers. The wedding is happening at the bride's house, and they've gone so far as to like put up help wanted ads through professional (laughs) companies that hire out people and they can't find anybody or the people they find get end up getting cold feet at the last minute. Now, you and I also have a long history of catering together. Could you imagine... Serving people, yes, just like no titties out. <laughs> well, where do you hold? Where do you put your wine cane, your napkins, and your pen? I mean, there's no space for anything. And plus, if anybody were to see me serving like that, they they surely would not be eating. I'm telling you right now. <laughs> On second thought, I won't have that second bruschetta. Please take this away. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> I'm done on second thought. Maybe I should. Maybe oh I should walk goodness. around my house naked and oh then I would Oh my goodness. Eat. No, you're beautiful. There you go. You are beautiful. Damn it. Oh, God. I, I, I mean, oh, I guess you. I would do it. Thank I always you. used to think it would be a fun, practical joke to play on one of those old places where we used to work to call them up and try to book an all nude event, like as a fun, like April Fool's joke. Oh. Or, you know? <laughs> Could you imagine? Imagine. Oh, oh my gosh. In your mouth, listeners, would no. you would Mm-mm. you serve naked? Mm-mm. You know, or would you want to be served naked? I, I oh, it gosh. depends. You know, listen. They have to have a whole amount of naked like yeah, attendance everyone. too. Everybody's I mean, gonna be naked, I was right? Naked in a I show for quite some time. It, oh, let's gosh. not forget. I did naked boys naked boys singing paid my bills when I used Bro, to have abs. Right. And not abs, because I got real fat at one point. <laughs> During that show, we even did a naked audience once, which was weird. Really? It was weird. Like, it was, oh, it was weird to be naked that. during oh the God. show anyway, wow. because it didn't really matter. It was a cabaret show and that's the gimmick. But I, I'm just curious. Right. Listen, I always say I'm an equal, equal opportunity fucker. Like, if, you, if, you're, if you're hot, 
I don't care what size you are. If your vibe is good, I don't care what color you are, what size you are, you know, so on and so forth. Yes. So like, you'd yes. have to find people with like really good vibe. Uh, the people would yes. have to have like swag yes. and like be a little bit fun. And then I'd be like, all right, I'm into this. Like, okay, your, your penis is in my soup, but yeah. I'm okay. <laughs> Can I have a napkin? That's a great way to end. <laughs> Food news update. <laughs> How was that for you? All of that investigative. Amazing. That was amazing. I learned so much. I kind of want to go back and touch a lot more on, well, we know we're both single and we can't find a man to walk us to the corner, much less anywhere else these days. But you talk a lot about Weight Watchers. And did you know, I'm sure you knew this, that Weight Watchers has been around since 1963 and it was founded right here in Queens, New York City by a homemaker, Gene Nied- Nidech? Yeah. Yeah. And the core philosophy behind Weight Watchers programs is to use science-driven approach, uh, to use a science-driven approach to help participants lose weight by forming healthy habits, eating smarter, getting more exercise and receiving support. What other crazy like diets have you done? Um, I did Diet Center, which was uh, you had to have like a supplement and you had to have an apple a day. And I think there were prepackaged meals at one point. I did the carb addicts diet where you had to not eat carbs all day. And then in your dinner window, there was like a window of time. I think it was an hour or something like that. You could eat whatever you wanted, which that did not work for me. That definitely did not work. Um, I did an Atkins-esque thing. I did paleo. Yes, we did. Uh, we were years. we were hardcore paleo for a while. Yeah, you and me yes, sharing all yes. the recipes. Yes, that was a good one for me for a while. Yeah, that and um, remember that week. I know I'm jumping in here. Remember that week no. or two that I went vegan. Yes, yes. To to slim down, folks out there. I did um, a charity show uh, with the Broadway community called Broadway Bears, and it's a charity burlesque show. Uh, look it up out there. Donate to them. They're a great organization. They help a lot of people. Um, but during during mine and Jennifer's time of being severely paleo, I went off mm-hmm. the deep end and did vegan for two weeks, kind of for as a last tipo to really like kind of make the abs pop. And it worked and I never felt better. It yeah. was just really hard to keep right. up. I have to say, I, I think a lot of these diets were successful in some way. And then eventually like with paleo, with paleo, like I found myself craving things like, you know, uh, black beans and, and oats and, you know, those things are not paleo. And I'm like, you know what? Nobody, ain't nobody got fat from oats and beans, but that was my whole impetus for being on a diet was, yes, I wanted to be healthy, but I had significant weight to lose. And I just found that Weight Watchers just made the most sense because it was livable. You know, yeah. it's too hard to sustain all of the other ones we ventured for me. So yeah, for sure. Like the blood type, I, I did the blood type diet oh, for, yeah. for a minute, right? You did? Yeah. For a yeah. hot minute. Like it was a short lived minute though. Cause uh, but I found out that, like, I for my blood type, I can't have lentils, even though I really love lentils. But um, later on in life, like, lentils, like, don't do uh, great by me and my body. Oh, oh, interesting. Yeah, hmm. yeah, really, really interesting things. It's just so crazy what people grasp onto um, and kind of, in a way, 
um, with online dating. And maybe maybe I'm just trying too hard to make this like fad diet, fad mm-hmm. dating thing kind of happen. Uh, much like my Match.com experience, it was like kind of hard to grasp onto and and keep it going. And I think much like you, the only thing that really was successful for me um, many times over like three or four times now was the Weight Watchers program. And not that this is a Weight Watchers sponsored um, podcast, obviously not because I'd be making all the money, but (laughs) instead of of Oprah, instead of Oprah, right? (laughs) With her WW. She's eating bread. We're not even eating. She is eating. I know she's eating bread. Her, Kelly Ripa and Ryan Seacrest are all eating bread. I know. I've seen that this week. I'm like, wow, we're still talking about bread, y'all. Okay. You're making me hungry. They just haven't stopped eating bread. (laughs) I know. Um, I know. But kind of hard. Like, you find that one thing. But even then, when it worked, it's just, it's ebbs and flows, right? Yes, exactly. I just wish the men would ebb more into our lives. I know. And flow out, right? I know. I know. I know. It's true. Well, this is one thing I can control. I can control my weight. (laughs) I cannot control that I'm going to meet Mr. Right tomorrow, but I could certainly put myself out there and just calamari in moderation, Munoz. That's all I have to say. You can't. uh... (laughs) Moderation. You got to be fun. You got to know when to like have a little bit on a date and, you know, and in life, because that's going to translate, right? Like, say you meet Mr. Right and he stays with you, like you need to be able to go out for tacos once in a while. It just can't be like every day. Um, but yeah, nobody really likes the grilled chicken girl on a first date. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Tell me about it. <laughs> Tell me about it. It's a, it's a, She's boring. It's same, She's boring. It's the same in gay dating, you know? It's like, yeah. it's like let's have 15 cocktails. Well, did we really need right. 15 vodka right. cranberries? Right. No. And all that. It is about the drinking. It is about the drinking, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it really is. That's where all of my calorie intake happens on these dates because, you know, usually you're not even going for a food in the beginning, although it, sometimes if it's a good date, it, it goes there. But it's always about a drink or two if it's a good time and then maybe a little more. And so that's where it's like, oh, I'm in trouble. Yeah, Weight wise. Before but, you know it, your pants are around your ankle. No. <laughs> <laughs> What did I say? Sometimes, maybe. <laughs> Where's the red handkerchief for my lamp? Oh my <laughs> and Jennifer brings it back full circle. Yes. Yes. I live. I live. Oh, oh my God. God. Oh my goodness. Well, if you had to give one piece of dating advice what would it be you're asking me you're asking me you know only because uh, granted fine you're not really a dating expert it's not like you're a matchmaker or anything no that's for sure even those matchmakers like what what's her name kathy the millionaire matchmaker what's her name not kathy i get everyone's names wrong i i I know i just her name is escaping i called a sean t's girl joanne but her name is really oh. um, Tanya. Tanya, yes. Um, and it's going to escape me, the matchmaker. Oh, her now. Name you know, is Patty. That's how my mom met her man. Uh, uh, her name is <laughs> Patty, Patty Stanger. Yeah, you know. Oh, that one I don't know. Yeah. Okay. Um, uh, the piece of advice I would give is to just be yourself. 
Because at the end of the day, you're not going to, you know, it, you're going to be bored. It's not going to last if you're trying to be something other than, you know, yourself. Yeah. That's my only little yeah. tidbit. I guess, I, guess, <laughs> uh, I guess we can loosely apply that to dieting too, right? <laughs> yeah. Just, just be yourself and eat what you want to eat. <laughs> In moderation. The whole, the whole, it's true. The whole dieting thing, everybody's, you know, I'm part of, of course, uh, having lost the weight I've lost. I'm part of all these different, you know, I follow different people, you know, different um, Instagram pages and people are always giving advice and different Facebook groups. And I see people yelling at each other about what diet they should do and which, what thing they should do. And I always say to people, like, this is what worked for me. Like, yes, would I swear by Weight Watchers? Absolutely. If you want to go keto and keto works for you, like, you know, knock yourself out. Like, who am I to say, you know? I find um, some people on, so. uh, some people, the people close to me. Now, I don't want hate mail, all mm. right? I find that some people with that <laughs> keto diet, their bodies transform a little oddly. Oh, I didn't notice that. Uh, I haven't noticed yeah, that. Like, I, I don't know. I, I don't, I don't know. I haven't tried it. Maybe, maybe I'm crazy and, and I need to get my eyes checked, you know, but it's well, to me, it doesn't sound sustainable at, or healthy, but that's just me. Like, I'm sure if I tried it and I was losing buckets of weight, I would be like, yeah, keto, but <laughs> you know, be lying down on the bed, but not pants. <laughs> yes. Yes. Oh my God. But I will tell you that I have maintained my weight for over 10 years. So my weight loss has been off for almost 11 years this yes. January. Okay. So okay. Well, it's sustainable well, for I me. I love that I got to celebrate you a little bit today and have you on the pod. I, I think this you. is really fun and a little great conversation for the kids out there. A break from a break Yay. from the news cycle and all the death and despair that's happening in the world, you know. Uh, yeah yeah thank you for yeah, having I me that. um uh, if you want if you want <laughs> the kids to follow you um where should they go they should go to um my instagram which is jennifer barsamian um they can also go and follow me at my um my school since i'm a musician and a music teacher i'm at the long island studio of music on instagram well, and on minute, facebook wait a minute you can't just Am well, I you can't, say you can't, can't say that, but yeah, let's uh, let's not yes. buy it. Uh, it's another, it's, a, oh, it's, a, it's okay. another major accomplishment. <laughs> so, one Jennifer Barsamian owns and runs a music school, a mobile music school in Long Island that mm-hmm. also, yeah, that lessons. also serves Brooklyn, mm-hmm. Queens, Manhattan, and and, and Westchester. Yes. yes, that's what I was looking for. Yes. Uh, uh, <laughs> and they come to you, so. If you are in those areas and are in need of voice or an instrument, any instrument, we offer all instruments and voice to all ages and all levels yep. in home uh, th- throughout all of those places you mentioned, Long Island, Brooklyn, Queens, Manhattan, and Westchester. And you could find us at longislandstudioofmusic.com and at our Instagram and Facebook at Long Island Studio there of you Music. Oh, you see, that's great. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. This thank was really, you. really fun. And I love having you on. Yay. Uh, thank you. I mean, how many times am I going to say thank you at this point? <laughs> I, thank <laughs> you, Jennifer. And thank you all out there. Um, as always, you can follow me, write to me at In Your Mouth Pod on Instagram or on Twitter, or feel free to email me at In Your Mouth NYC at gmail.com. And thanks for listening to Join Me, Jennifer. In, in Yo, yo mouth. mouth. 
Thank you.